Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright, and today is March 20th, 2015. We're very pleased to have with us David Gerwitz, Managing Director of Charles Nenner Research. David, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Charlie, it's a pleasure to talk to you, really is. So, David, uh, tell us, I know enough about your background to know that you're a JD, an MBA, a CPA, a former college basketball player, uh, a protege of Red Auerbach, the famous uh, Boston Celtic coach, and you're a music composer and professional pianist. (laughs) So tell us us who Charles Nenner Research is and how you uh, ended up there. Okay, that's a great intro. First of all, I met Charles, I guess I'll overlay it by saying I'm a talent scout. And some of the talent you find in yourself, like you people can go to my music site, com, and occasionally people say they like the music. It's kind of a cross between Yanni and George Winston and Keith Jarrett and Bruce Springsteen. And I started playing when I was 20. I'm now almost 60. In a week, I'll be 60. And because I was a basketball player and, and I was in a math class where they talked about Fibonacci on the keyboard. And if you think about dribbling, it's the same motion as playing the piano. And I ran down to the music building when I heard this, and I, for some reason I had it in my hand, and it turned out, years later I found out after my mother had died suddenly, actually lost my parents suddenly, not, you know, not long after that time, that my mother had played in Carnegie Hall when she was 16, and I never knew. Wow. So I had genetically in it. So anyway, so I come from athletics and music and whatever, and I met Charles after being in business for years and doing all sorts of stuff, and... I met Charles, and I knew this guy was, like, a tremendous talent. And I remember saying to him, he's Dutch, you remind me of Larry Bird. Or oh, you guys in California, I could say, you remind me of Magic. <laughs> uh, and uh, he said, who's that? He didn't know who it was. It's funny. And so he was at Goldman Sachs providing technical analysis unlike anyone had ever done because he's a doctor. And he's a former violinist, and he's a former chess player, and he also, he's, he's a real renaissance man and a Tom music scholar, and he, in medical school, stumbled on, stumbled, as you will say, a system of predicting past patterns in order to enable him to predict the future based on cycles, which come from the Greek word circle, basically finding top-to-top in any data series. So if IBM topped every six weeks, 13 weeks, 27 weeks, 44 weeks, all those sine curves, when superimposed, if they're all topping together, must be a top. Why let the news tell us? We don't need to know. And that's kind of how he developed the system. And then he got to Goldman Sachs, one of the top technical people. I met him 15 years ago, and we started this business together, Charles Nenner Research Center, where we send out an email that I just sent to you, Charlie, stocks, bonds, commodities, and currencies, 
and we predict levels and directions on many things and three times a week with charts on Sunday and we have thousands of clients all over the world. Well, very interesting. So, so tell us your your, your uh, service is a newsletter. Do you do you have particular signals that you recommend to investors, or it's strict, is it strictly a newsletter? Yeah, it's a newsletter, but it constantly has information with levels because our attitude is, and I use a sports analogy, which thank God with you I can do. Imagine a football player. Imagine, um, you know, going back. The quarterback goes one, two, three, he counts, and then he throws to a spot. So there's timing and level. We don't know how anyone can deal in markets without knowing timing and level. So it, you really know, you need to know timing and level. Is this S&P going to top, and where is it going to top? We're basically saying on that it's topping in April and then going to be down for most of the year. And we have a level, too, because our algorithm covers both. Let me read you today's research on the S&P and then on the Canadian exchanges to give you an idea to answer your question about signals and levels. The U.S. equity indices are on a buy signal. Short-term daily cycles bottom again. Weeklies are up until April. We're now looking for the following upside targets. S&P futures 2142, NASDAQ 4518, and Dow Cash 18.4. However, since the market has been so volatile, these are the levels that will knock out the buy signal to a sell signal. S&P 2073, NASDAQ 4373, Dow 17.700. We cover the DAX, the FTSE, and the AEX for Europe, cover Canada. We do the VIX, which is a big thing people should do, the volatility index. Gold, silver, crude, not gas. We call the top in crude at 97. We still think we can get down to 39. Not gas, bonds, bonds, which are German bonds, the euro, the Aussie, Canadian, the yen, and the euro yen. So we give you levels, dates, where it goes. We don't manage money. Our attitude is every client's different. They have different risk parameters, different abilities. Let's tell you what we see. We're the research department, and then you decide what to do. And in what kind of clients do you have? Are these large institutions? Are they hedge funds? Are they individual investors? What, what, what are Keep they? going. Everything. You name it. Family offices, hedge funds, sovereign wealth funds. We have clients with 200000 We have clients with $200 billion. Okay, and now, now and, tell us a little about your cycles here, David. Well, uh, cycles of yeah. what? Well, let's define cycle, right? But we're, you know, we know in baseball, you hit for the cycle, single, double, triple, homer. You know, there's a presidential cycle every four years. There's a weather cycle during the year, spring, summer, fall, winter. There's a, what if you find many cycles? For example, let's take an example of uh, crude. Let's say gold, I guess, because we'll talk about it anyway. We know gold topped three years ago around 1900, and it had been up for 11 years. A lot of people stayed in, unfortunately, and we told them to get out. That was one of the best calls we made. So let's say you, you tell the computer to find gold price, find top-to-tops, equidistant top-to-tops going back 100 years. So it finds, for example, that it, there's a top every 12 weeks, every 19 weeks, every 37 weeks. Levels are always different. We're just talking about where there is a top, you know, which is a sine curve. As you see, an EKG is a bunch of sine curves. And if you, the computer will show them all, and all of a sudden it's 30. But they have to be equidistant, otherwise there's no predictability. And let's say they're all topping next week. We assume because all of those cycles from the past are topping next week, it's a top. 
that just gives us direction, but at least we have an idea that the effect of the past is coming today. So therefore, whatever the Fed does, and whatever the news is, and whatever Apple does means nothing, because the past patterns we are combining, and then we use something known as Fourier analysis to combine all those sine curves into one master cycle line, and then we we try and match those cycles with the actual price in, in every stock, bond, commodity, or currency to be able to predict where it's going. So therefore, S&P cycles look like they're topping in April. So we can see around the corner. Crude, when it topped in 97, we said it was a top. It went to 99, actually, and then it's been down cut in half in six months. So we think it's 39 is the level, and we think it's going to go back up again. It'll take several more months. But that's the type of thing that our algorithm does direction, which is cycle, and then we also have a target algorithm based on quantum physics and and, and the decay in the trajectory of shooting a bullet out of a gun. We think physics govern market moves as well. So it's nothing to do with what's going on in the news. Well, the, the, this is uh, way over my pay grade here, uh, David. Uh, it sounds absolutely fascinating, and it must be uh, exceptionally complex. And uh, Very good question. It is, compli- it is complex. It's not complicated. And what I mean by that is we have the, the computer program to do this has tens of thousands of lines of code, obviously, because there's so much massaging of the data. But the idea is pretty simple. The idea is that if you take many patterns in anything and see where they're all lining up, it can help you predict going forward. And we do it in stocks, bonds, and we're not always right. You know, nobody is. But we're mostly right. I'd say we're right three-quarters of the time. So, like, your, your listeners should write in to charlesnetter.com and say they heard me on your show, and they'll get a month free and to watch. It takes a while to begin to get in the flow of somebody as crazy as us saying this is going to happen tomorrow and then they'll see oh that happened and um that's how people then we someone contacts them and you know we talk to them about the different service options and that's how to build a business so uh for our for our listeners here david spell charles nenner will you you're right charles c-h-a-r-l-e-s and then the second name is nenner n-e-n-n-e-r charles nenner research center they just put in Charles Nenner Google, it'll show up. And they'll get to see what Goldman Sachs has been getting, you know. And, and, you know, a lot of hedge funds, a lot of family offices, a lot of individuals, institutions. Most of our business is not institutions. You know, there's more people than there are institutions. So, therefore, that's the bulk of the business. It's, you know, we've got interactive service for people that have more money but need some hand-holding. And, again, we don't manage the money. We don't want, we don't want to touch the money. It's their problem. We just want to tell them mostly what not to do. Because I would say, and you, you certainly give a lot of experience, the mistakes in investing far outweigh the successes. So if you keep the, success, the mistakes to a minimum, that alone should lead to pretty good. But a lot of people make mistakes all the time. Well, no question about it. Uh, we make far more mistakes than we'd like to in investing. And although the past five or six years has given people, a uh, many people, a synthetic a sense of uh, of confidence and ability and hope that uh, at some point, fairly soon probably, uh, that's going to be, if not shattered, uh, at least touched here. We need to stop for just a minute here. Stay right there. Uh, we need to take a short break. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We're talking with David Gerwitz, Managing Director of Charles Nenner Research. We'll be right back. 
According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, let's head back to our interview with Charlie. Thank you, Paul. We're, those of you are listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We're talking with David Gerwitz, Managing Director of Charles Nenner Research. David, you make it sound uh, rather simple, and uh, obviously it has lots and lots of moving parts. How do you handle it when the cycles contradict each other? We stand aside. That's a great question. Because it doesn't, you know, again, this program was designed by humans, and as last I checked, there aren't that many perfect humans. So the program is going to come up with stuff that shows daily topping, weekly's bottoming. Now, I should say it differently. We're trying to get everything lined up, not only our stuff, but we look at the regular stuff people do, MACD, oscillator, um, things like that. And when it all lines up, Elliott Wave, we, have a, we feel a 95% trade. Most of the time, they don't all line up, so it could be a 70% trade. Do you want to take it? Now, I know before the show we talked about your your clients are interested in alternatives, meaning not just buy and hold. Because I think buy and hold, with all the quant effect in the markets, which is most of the trading now, very difficult to, to buy and hold. Either way, to buy and hold short or long, because going short is also a hold, right? If people think it's going to go down, can they live through that? So we believe you kind of have to be more in and out of things and that's what our newsletter allows people to do it gives them targets and stop losses in things for instance let's talk nat gas as an example nat gas is we wrote today it's holding above 274 so the buy signal increased the buy signal continues short-term cycles are at a high dailies project a better high in april so if you're in that gas you may want to think do i wait until april to uh, get out, or if I'm going to have a little dip here, at least you have the information to make the decision. Maybe you're a three-month option or a six-month option. We don't. There's so many ways to express everything. We don't. We don't do that. We just show people what we see happening and let them decide. And so, tell us again, David. How often do you send out your newsletter? Monday, Wednesday, Friday are the updates. Daily morning update, and then on Sunday, we send charts. The charts are our cycle charts mostly, which show you what we're looking at. So when we're saying cycles are bottom, like this particular Sunday, although the listeners of the show won't be getting it for a while, there'll be a, a more extensive gold analysis. So when people are listening at some time in, uh, in April, they should write in and go, David was talking about a gold analysis done on March 21st, March 22nd, rather. I'd like to get it. We'll send it to them. So that's the product. It's a, just a research product. We do have an interactive service, which is more expensive, but that's more for higher net worth individuals who, again, we're not brokers, so we're not pushing them to do anything. A lot of times we're saying it's sideways, do nothing, and I find it's very hard for people with money not to put a position on it. 
Yeah, that, that, that's an excellent point. I found the same thing. So tell us also, uh, what kind of time frames do you look at? I mean, do you sometimes recommend one position on Monday and a different position on that same thing no. on Wednesday? No, no. That's not, that's hard. Even if you're right and you really could be short-term, it's exhausting. Let's say someone has a great system that can predict moves every two days, three days. Number one, it's hard. Number two, to execute it is hard. So we we tend to do more medium-term, six weeks, four weeks, eight weeks. Sometimes if we're calling a major bottom or a major top, we'll say it's a major bottom. This could be for years. This, the, we te- it, it, that doesn't happen that often. And it's also very hard to pick. I mean, we did call the major bottom beginning in 2009. And out of the six-and-a-half-year run, let's say 2009-10, and we're now in 2015, so it's been a six-and-a-quarter-year up move, basically, more or less. I mean, we haven't been on a buy. You know, our system was long most of the time. It wasn't always. So we will show you that, but we tend to be shorter to medium term, but not on Monday and get in on a Friday. We give levels, though. That's the one thing. So when the levels are broken, people should get in and out. So so the good news is they have tremendous stop loss and um, level protection. We think it's really important people never lose too much. So have you got any success stories for us, David? You must be full of them, other than on the basketball court or, or uh, on well, the piano. I'll yeah. talk about the basketball. You know, <laughs> I was trained by Red Auerbach, so we could talk about that. Success, you mean in investing or success in anything else? In, in the calls that you guys have made or your recommendations. Oh, calls, I'll tell you, let me start with the ones we were wrong, because then at least people go, this guy's honest, you know. Hey, appreciate that. Well, listen, there were years ago, Charles, I mean, a bunch of people said, you know, Charles was looking at like a, a, a longer-term down move that might have been starting a few years ago. And then he changed his mind, but he couldn't get back on CNBC. You know, you're allowed to change your mind. You're doing research. Something shows up. Maybe you find cycles you didn't see. So there we were wrong. We've been right on the, t- the Canadian, which people should really look into. We call that from 12,000 to 14,000. It's called the TSX. And then down to thirteen five and back up to fifteen. The the VIX, which I mentioned before, the volatility index, we've been right most of the time, and it's now on a sell signal. So that's why it tends to go opposite where the market is. We were right on corn. I'm sorry, on gold and crude in their respective big tops. The bond, the the bottom has been difficult for gold. It's been about a nine month bottoming process. We called, you know, came down in July, and we've hit, hit a couple of bounces. But we did call the major top in 1900, and same thing with silver at 50 bucks. Crude, we called the top in 97. Here, if people go to the site, they'll see Charles calling the top in crude when it was at 147 and saying the word deflation. Um, that gas, we called from six to two several years ago and went to that and. You know, those are the longer-term ones. Shorter-term, there have been many. The TLT was great this last year, and bonds have been on a... We've been on a bicycle on bonds 30 years, more or less. And, uh, again, look at the bond cycle as an indication. 1981, rates were 16%. Now they're 2 In 1950, they were 2 So you have a cycle going from 1950 to 1980 down to now that's... We now have rates that was like 62 years ago. So that's a cycle. And therefore, we think the next 30 years, rates are going to go up. Therefore, bonds overall will be down. So what we envision going forward, roughly, 
and that's why your readers should become clients so they can follow this, is stocks and bonds are both going to be down, which is the last 30 years stocks and bonds have been up, right? If rates were 18% 30 years ago and now they're two, bonds have been up because bond prices go the opposite of bond, bond rates, as I think everybody knows. Right. And the stock market was 1,000 in 1981, now it's 18. So it's been up 18 times. Of course, not directly. There were there were quite a few times it got beat up, eighty seven, two thousand, but ninety four was also two thousand, two thousand seven. If you notice, that's a seven year cycle. So we think there's a big top this year. So that's the kind of stuff we look at. So the answer to your question is we've done a bunch of very good long term calls. We've missed one big one, but we adjusted it. We just didn't get it out in the press, and um, we think the dollar's topping soon, which has been a call for two and a half years, dollar strength until now. We've been dead on. So that's something people need to think about, the VIX, the dollar, things that you know people tend not to think about, at least in America. And so what, 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 uh, what, are, your prognos- what are you prognosticating about, uh, prognos- what are your prognosis saying these days about uh, oil and gold? Well, we think they're both going to go back up. And since we did call the big tops, our system might be right. I mean, but gold, oil still has pressure. 39 is a level we don't want to see it go below. We still think once it gets past there and goes forward, it'll, it targets 70 again and even back to 100. Now, what's going to cause it? We have no idea. But just what caused after years of being 97 to 105 that it just dropped in six months? That's what I'm saying. Fundamentals can't predict this. Technicals right. has a shot. Because we think good technicals are fundamental. We think cycles are a fundamental part of the world. And therefore, being able to predict patterns and motions based on the past, isn't. It, we do it technically use, using math, but the reality is it's a fundamental state of affairs going out there. So it's an interesting way to answer it that we're using both, but that is in essence what we see we're doing fundamental technicals so david how can people get a hold of you right google charles netter and i think the first link that comes up is charles netter research center go to the site and um and then uh write in and say they heard me speak with you and they get a free month of uh, the research automatically and then someone will be in touch with them afterwards if they're interested Okay. Become clients. Okay, and uh, so we'd recommend that anybody and everybody go to that site. It's it's uh, a lot of education on that site. Very very interesting, and uh, certainly you and uh, Charles have a very interesting background. Again, as you mentioned, he's an MD uh, for many years ago and spent many years with Goldman Sachs. Uh, one question we like to ask uh, David is uh, in regards to your guys' service, what keeps you awake at night? Having to call the Far East at 11 o'clock. <laughs> One way, don't go to sleep, you know, because we got clients over. That's a great question. What keeps us up at night? When things turn bad, which we think in a couple of years, like in 2017, the Dow's really going to start its decline. And you go short, will there be someone on the other side to be able to pay you when you make the money? Will, there be, will the institution be in business? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's if you you ask me, I'm being honest. Hey, that's what we want here. Listen, you know, Charlie. When when I was a kid, the teacher said, "Listen, don't lie. You don't have to remember anything." I never forgot that. <laughs> tell, tell 
tell the truth. And that's it. This is what we see. We could be wrong. And then at the end of the decade, we think the beginning of a major rally in the 20s. So it looks like we're just going to have to survive the next six years. And war cycles are coming, and they've been bottoming, so we think wars are increasing. We know it's increasing, but we see it in a 200 in a in a 20 century cycle that every second decade of a century there was a major war 100 years ago world war 1 2 yeah. years ago war of 1812 it goes back 20 centuries so here we are in 2015 and look around we just see it's going to get worse according to the past and that should affect the markets and it's not going to be so pretty but at some point they look like they go way, way up again in dollar terms. Well, uh, no question about it, Charles. And, uh, and David, it is fascinating to listen to you and to hear you talk about all of these things. And it must be very interesting to spend time with Charles Nenner as well. And uh, I'd love to hear uh, some of your guys' conversations about uh, the future, <laughs> the marketplaces and the like here. Another question we'd like to ask here, uh, David, before we close is, uh, what book would you recommend to our what book on investing or on on uh, cycles and the like would you recommend to our listeners? There's a couple of books that you just Google and see. There's a lot of stuff written on it from the past. I mean, the best thing go to go to our site and read the stuff we have on our site because we talk about it. But ultimately, the best thing is just watch the research, see how it's applied. You know, because understanding the theory is one thing, but actually to watch it how it deals with markets that a cycle will determine something. And then how the news will be interpreted depending on the cycle. Cycles are topping, same event that had cycles been bottoming will be viewed positively, will all of a sudden be viewed negatively. That's the power of the cycles. And it's so interesting that it affects us. Think of our lives. We're all affected by cycles. If you travel four days, you're not in the same state of mind as you are before. You know, women's cycles, uh, the summer, you know, the weather cycles, the decade cycles. It makes sense that markets follow cycles. We just do it differently that we combine so many at once. Yeah, and evidently uh, you know what you're doing and are doing it correctly. Well, David, this has been very interesting. What parting words do you have for our listeners here? Um, They should be aware it's going to be really volatile the next several years, and it's not going to be such a pretty picture. And it's more important to protect what they have than think they have to go out and make 20%. And that's something we really specialize in is, protecting the loss and thinking that there's going to be a tough time in stocks and bonds. Food should go up quite a bit, food stocks and, and food ETFs. But And gold, we think, will go back to its highs. But, again, we could have another major uh, knockdown. There's a major level of 1,400 that if it doesn't go past, you could have another knockdown. It's, you know, substantial, but we think longer term it will go back to its highs. Same thing with crude. Same thing with that gas after it. So these are things that will take some time to develop, but those who have patience will profit tremendously. Well, David, thank you very much. This has been the most enlightening and very, very interesting, and we'd love to have you back sometime and hear more about your Red Auerbach stories here. I look forward to it, really. It would be a great, great Okay, so we've been talking with David Gerwitz, Managing Director of Charles Nenner Research. That's Charles Nenner, N-E-N-N-E-R, Research. And you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we wish you happy and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor. 
Your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. 